If you're looking for monster truck news and information, we have it here for you. It's all Monster on Track, hosted by Chris Kalin and Ed Horman. Guys, take it away. Tonight for our premiere episode, we're going to discuss the biggest event of the monster truck year, and that is, of course, the Monster Jam World Finals held each and every year at Sanborn Stadium. All right, the first thing we're going to talk about is, of course, racing. That's what comes first, so naturally we should talk about it first. And we're going to go through and give you a rundown of all the racing action, of course, starting with round one. And in round number one, Spider-Man and Chad Tingler was a winner over George Belhan and an Escalade. David Smith and King Crunch defeated Leo Donnell and Iron Man. Jim Kohler and Avenger defeated Deborah Maselli and Medusa, with Medusa having a rollover after the finish. Also, Stone Crusher with Steve Sims defeated Alex Blackwell in Captain's Curse. Blackwell rolled it over the finish line, as did Medusa. Uh, the, for the second half of round one, Scott, Scott Hartsock and the Gunslinger defeated Cam McQueen in the Nitro Circus. Pablo Huffaker and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the Machine defeated Grinder and Lupe Sosa. The Battle of DC Comics Superheroes, John C. Sock Batman Machine defeated the Superman Machine driven by Chad Fortune. And your final race of round one was between Jimmy Creighton and Chuck Palkin. The winner was Jimmy Creighton. Moving on now to round number two. El Toro Loco, driven by Mark McDonald, defeated Spider-Man, driven by Chad Tingler. David Smith and King Crunch was victorious over Candace Jolly in the Monster Mutt Dalmatian. Dennis Anderson and Gravedigger was victorious over Jimmy Kohler and Avenger. And John Zimmer and the Amsoil Shock Therapy defeated Steve Sims and Stonecrusher. Adam Anderson and the Taz Machine defeated Scott Hartsock and the Gunslinger. After the finish, Adam ended up rolling uh, Taz but was able to continue. Blue Thunder defeated the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Machine. Damon Bradshaw and the Air Force Afterburner defeated John Seasock and the Batman Machine. Tom Mintz and the Maximum Destruction defeated Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter. Moving on now to the quarterfinals, the round of eight. In this one, El Toro Loco with Mark McDonald defeated David Smith and King Crunch. Smith had a really, really hard rollover after the finish line. He was done for the night and was unable to continue. Also, Gravedigger and Dennis Anderson defeated Shock Therapy with John Zimmer. And the interesting thing about this was, listening to the live blog that Monster Jam had on Saturday night, a lot of people, almost everyone, was saying that Zimmer had the best shot to win. And it was a great race between him and Amsoil Shock Therapy. I'm sure a lot of our fans might have seen the race on YouTube. Very close race. John took him all the way. And Blue Thunder, driven by Lindsey Winks, defeated Scott Hartsock and the Gunslinger, who gave him a very, very hard fight. Maximum Destruction, driven by Tom Mintz, defeated Air Force Afterburner by Damon Bradshaw. Moving on now to the semifinals. Gravedigger and Dennis Anderson defeated Mark McDonald in El Toro Loco. El Toro, though, with a hard, hard rollover after the race. He was done for the night after that one, did not freestyle. Then your second semifinal race, Tom Mintz in the Maximum Destruction defeated Lindsey Winks in the Blue Thunder, setting up for the finals. For the first time ever in Las Vegas, Nevada, in Sam Moyne Stadium. Tom Mintz versus Dennis Anderson. Legend versus legend in Monster Jam history. Find out who will win next. Moving on now to the finals, the championship race. The race that Monster Jam fans have wanted to see for 
11 years in the final round. It finally came to fruition. Gravedigger and Dennis Anderson, Tom Mintz and Maximum Destruction. Your winner of this one, Gravedigger Dennis Anderson, who made a nearly flawless pass. Mintz bobbled just a little bit in the turn, and after that it was all over. Dennis cruised to the finish line, and he is your Monster Jam World Finals 11 racing winner. And now for freestyle. Numbers 23 and number 24 respectively, King Crunch and David Smith, El Toro Loco and Mark McDonald both could not make it out. The 22nd finisher, Adam Anderson and Taz Machine, got a 4. He had a strong start, but it seemed... But his downfall was the big double. He had a big, big hit. The 21st truck, the Batman, driven by John Seasock, he got a four also. He hit the double, and his truck just didn't want to respond to it. It got shut down. Wasn't able to restart it, refire it. The 20th competitor, Shock Therapy, driven by John Zimmer, he also had a four, and a lot of people had picked him for freestyle too. He had a nice donut, but his first hit on a cars, it just went over on all fours. The number 19, the Monster Mutt Dalmatian, and Candace Jolly, she had an 8. She had a couple of big hits, but it just seemed like when she went over one, uh, the double, it popped her tire, and her night was over. The 18th competitor was Scott Hartsock and the Gunslinger. He had an 8. He had a very good run going. He had a, a couple of very, very big hits, some huge air from him, but bro broke it struck again, which is, did a lot of trucks in. 17 is Captain's Curse, driven by Alex Blackwell. He got a 9. He had a very early early breakage. Not much more from him uh, on this night. 16, Nitro Circus and Cam McQueen. He got a 10. He hit the double and rolled very, very early. Number 15, Dennis Anderson, driven the Gravedigger. He got an 11. He had a very strong run going. He went to do a triple. His tire broke off, and that was the end of him. 14, was Chad Tangler in the Spider-Man. He got 12. He had huge air over the doubles. He had huge air over the centers, but he had a big, big crash. The 13, Medusa, driven by Medusa, got a 12. She had big air, but as, as most of these competitors, she had a very, very early stop at herself. All right, finishing in 12th for freestyle was Superman and Chad Fortune with a 15. He was first out, had a, some great solid hits, but he had an early rollover after hitting a big, big wheelie. In 11th place was Lindsey Wink driving Blue Thunder, and he had some great hits as well. Had a pretty good run going until he landed right on the back of the chassis and rolled it way too early. Now moving on to your top 10 in 10th place is Leo Donald driving the Iron Man. He scored a 25. He had a pretty good run, from what I'm hearing. I have not seen video on a lot of these runs yet, so a lot of it is just first-hand accounts and uh, talking with people. But apparently he had a great run, cross-threaded the entire track, had a huge run with a good save or two, and went and filled the entire clock, including bonus time, which is so valuable to winning one of these freestyle events. Ninth place was Jim Kohler in Avenger, a former freestyle world champion. Huge jumps for Jimmy, including a wild cyclone, fills the clock, had a great run, and of course, knowing Jimmy, he went for a little dip afterwards. In eighth place was the Ninja Turtle, driven by Pablo Huffaker with a score of a 26. Big air, a strong run, 
rips the body off during the run and flips it over near the end of the run. Still a good run for Pablo Huffaker. In seventh was Jimmy Creighton and the Bounty Hunter with a score of a 26. Big hits, a lot of momentum. He fills the time, but he ends it with what I'm hearing was a huge rollover. It was definitely a tough week for uh, Jimmy. Rolling during qualifying felt terrible the whole weekend. He did make the whole show, so a lot of respect to him for that. But from what I'm hearing, he was not feeling good the entire weekend. In sixth place, former eight-time defending world champion of the Monster Jam World Finals. Of course, we were talking about Tom Mintz and Maximum Destruction. Score of a 28. He had a lot of good momentum and some good hits, but unfortunately rolled too early. Fifth place, Lupe Souza in the new Advanced Auto Parts Grinder, scoring a 28. He had big air and a great solid run. It wasn't enough to get the win, though, but he did completely fill both regulation and bonus time. Fourth place was Steve Sims driving Stone Crusher, who scored a 28. And this has been one of the runs that a lot of people are saying might have been the one that wasn't scored the best. But a huge run. He had huge air, great save, hit everything in sight, completely filled the clock. 28 for Steve Sims and Stone Crusher. And even though it's not a win, that's going to be a big run that's really going to help him out and really get him a lot of exposure, especially for an independent driver. Third place, George Bellhan in Escalade with a 31. Had a great run for George, who's had some who's had some good and some not so good where he's flipped early here in Vegas, but he filled the bonus time with huge air, donuts, good run. Moving on to second, Air Force Afterburner, your, your freestyle world champion, from 2009. Great run, lots of big air, filled the time, and the perhaps the most poignant thing about this run was the tribute that was done to the late crew chief, Jesse Twig Barden. JB was painted on the side of the Air Force Afterburner, a great tribute to a good young man. And of course, we can have to talk about your winner. It's good to see him finally Make it to the top. And, of course, I'm talking about Chucky. Charlie Pawkins in the Monster Mutt with a 39. Your winner. Biggest air of the night by far. I've seen this one on YouTube, and it was definitely deserving of the win. Huge air. Some of the biggest air I've ever seen out of Las Vegas. And that definitely is something that takes talent. He had a huge run, filled the time, and had a huge, huge hard hit to end the run but a well-deserved victory for Charlie Pockin and the Monster Mutt. On behalf of everyone here at AllMonster.com, we would like to congratulate Dennis Anderson and Charlie Palkin for winning the 2010 Racing and Freestyle Championship at the World Final. Absolutely great to see two legends make it to victory lane. Dennis has been there several times. This is Chucky's first World Finals win and a well-deserved one. He's came so close so many times finally made it over the top of the mountain. And now, we will give you vivid description of what happened after the event, the encore, what most people did not stay to see. And in this one, we had ten different trucks. 
First one out was Don Creighton and the Scarlet Bandit. And a good run for her. Also, a guy that definitely I think is going to be in Las Vegas in the next coming years. A great West Coast driver. Of course, I'm talking about Dan Radoni and the Patriot. After Dan, we got to see Sean Duhon driving a Cole Energy Activator. After him was Chris Bergeron driving the Wrecking Crew body on his racehorse chassis that we normally see Brutus off on. Next, we got to see Frank Kremel driving the second Built Ford Tough Blue Thunder. Good run for Frank that got a little hot in more ways than one. As to end the run, Kremel's truck briefly caught fire. Kremel was able to escape and was unharmed. Also out was Deborah Maselli, an especially painted pink Medusa body, which is supporting breast cancer awareness. Also coming out was George Bellhan in a brand new body called the Mohawk Warrior, which was running on Rick Swanson's Obsession chassis. Definitely a unique looking body with a giant mohawk. Yes, I'm not kidding. A giant mohawk on top of it. And I'm going to bring in Ed, and he's going to tell you about the finale with three, yes, three, Gravediggers. You're absolutely right, Chris. We had three Andersons, Dennis in the Modern Paints Game Digger, Ryan Anderson in the Red Machine, and then Adam Anderson in the Blue and Silver. We had madness that ensued, Adam Anderson dumping his truck over, and then Ryan and Dennis having the finale that will people be talking about for years to come, the Mid-Air Collision. And now, a few words from AllMonster.com's own, Robbie Hawk. All right, Rob, well, thanks for again for coming on tonight. Um, tell us a little bit about the whole, um, the well-talked-about Encore Freestyle with the three Andersons. Well, the original deal, Chris, was they were going to have what Dennis Anderson referred to in the past as a fountain crash. They were going to have him and Adam and Ryan all line up by that band stack that you will see in the pictures. And they were all going to start at the same time and basically bounce off of each other's tires and end up in the same spot at the same time. And apparently the goal was for at least one of them to flip over and back onto the wheels do something relatively cool. It didn't quite work out that way as Ryan lost steering uh, about halfway through his little encore deal. The guys were all taking it easy except for Adam who vented a little frustration from his freestyle and Taz and he really launched Gravedigger 12 hard. It pogoed hard and he couldn't save it. That left it down to Ryan with some broken steering, Dennis in Gravedigger 19 and it made for a spectacular hit but it didn't quite flip anybody back over onto the wheels like they planned. Well uh Robbie, let's switch gears here and go to racing. Uh, not many people know that uh, John Zimmer switched engines. Uh, would you like to elaborate more on that? I was actually out there with Mr. Zimmer. They were kind enough to, uh, the Sudden Impact team was kind enough to involve me there, and that was the reason I got to make the trip to Vegas. Uh, in addition to my pho- photography duties, I was able to pick up a wrench, do a couple things to help them out. The process started on Thursday with practice, and Zimmer did very well there, but there was some oil leaking from the timing cover in the engine. And we were up till about 1.30 or 2 o'clock in the morning fixing everything, getting everything taken care of. Uh, the whole Sudden Impact team, Zimmer, uh, Sean Duhon, Carl Van Horn, Chris Panda Ryan, and Ben Winslow were all up taking care of everything. Uh, we thought we had it back together real well. Uh, had moved the truck around a few times during the day, preparing for Friday's practice, and, or uh, sorry, qualifying session. Friday's qualifying session, 
and qualifying went very well, but the leak came back, and the leak was ended up being irre- irreparable. So the idea is the motor was done. Now that the motor's done. We have a backup truck called Excalibur, and since it was not competing in the finals, we decided to do an engine swap, and that was a process that took us up till about two o'clock in the morning again on Friday, and uh, going into Saturday, and. So Zimmer ran Carl's engine, which is a little less powerful. I talked to him a little bit about it, and he said it was actually a good thing, um, you know, just to not have to worry about the leak and that he wasn't severely underpowered compared to his other engine. Still wonder what it might have been like with the uh, with the Holbrook engine in there. His Holbrook Racing Engines is a big sponsor for him. Helps him out with the engines. But uh, he wanted to go the safe route, and it ended up working out pretty well for him. Well, how about we get another tidbit, uh, Robbie? Is there uh, any truth to the rumor that Carl and Excalibur was actually supposed to be one of the uh, 10 other trucks to uh, Encore? That was the original plan. They had originally planned on Duhon... Uh, in the called Energy Activator, and Carl and Excalibur being the other two trucks, uh, they were going to have ten trucks, you know, Encore. That's what they ended up doing. But uh, Wrecking Crew was not originally part of that lineup. Then once we had to do the engine swap, Wrecking Crew was substituted for Excalibur because Excalibur was engineless. A lot of people that were there and have heard offhand accounts say that the freestyle scores were were pretty good. There was one or two. Um, Scores that a lot of fans really think might have been underscored. One of them was, I believe, Steve DeSims uh, driving Stone Crusher. Now, I've seen the video, and I, I kind of tend to agree with the fans. What's your opinion on that? Uh, personal opinion. I, I try and stay neutral on a lot of things. That's sort of the site's MO. We try to make sure that you know we just let the fans decide. Uh, in my personal opinion, and in the, most of the crowd's opinion, they booed the score when it came out. I, I don't remember Sims's score offhand. I believe it was something like a 28. Uh, the leader at the time was George Bellhan with a 31. And I personally felt that Bellhan had a great run, uh, but Sims's save at the start, his whole big air assault, I felt that earned him the lead, and uh, he didn't get it. He made reference to the fact that he didn't care too much about uh, you know what the judges thought and that the fans were happy. I talked to him a little bit after the show. He was a little bit frustrated, but... You know, basically reiterated what he said in the interview that, you know, he was happy with how he did. And uh, even with the lower score than some people might have thought, he still scored in the top five. And that's a big accomplishment for him and his team. I think personally, he probably had maybe save of the year. Incredible save. Definitely. And you'll be able to see the pictures on All Monster uh, Saturday, I believe, is when the exclusivity policy is released from Feld. For now, you'll be able to check out MonsterJam.com. But uh, by Saturday, we'll have some pictures up on All Monster. Sims basically lands on the sidewalls, gets up on two wheels on the other side, and he did a really smart thing, actually. He he used just the front steering to, to begin the save and try to turn into it. Then when it came a little farther over, he tapped the rear steering and completed the revolution. He, de- he basically did a donut on the sidewalls and brought it back. Incredible bit of driving for a guy that's not been behind the wheel too long. Overall, it was a great event. Looking forward to uh, bringing you guys all the coverage. I'm looking forward to hearing more of this All Monster on track. We have a good thing going here. I encourage everybody that's listening to tune back in. Ed and Chris will give you a, uh, a great account of all the week's events. Whatever week it is, wherever it is, they'll bring it all to you. You've been listening to All Monster on track, hosted by Chris Kalen and Ed Horman. For complete monster truck coverage, including news updates and photo galleries, check out allmonster.com. 
Until next week, I'm Jeremy Puglisi signing off for the guys at All Monster on Track. Thank you.